0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, boys. Good morning. It's not oh, for me.
1: We don't uh, normally do one in the morning, do we? This is a special, uh, gruff episode of Puddy It, so everyone's a bit sore and hasn't woken up properly yet. Yeah, welcome to Gruffy it, everybody. ASMR. <sighs>
2: Which doesn't really work, given that I've only got one microphone, so it's just me grumbling right. into a microphone. Maybe if we... if. If someone can come round one of you come round with your microphone and set up. Yeah. And yeah. just place it slightly further apart than mine. Then we can do some
1: proper ASMR.
0: Can we do like remote ASMR where everyone like just does the same sound at the same time and <laughs> my kind of sound ASMR? Yeah. Yeah. Um ca- hmm. I'm going to get my coin purse. Oh god. <laughs> Have you managed to get it all back in? Yeah. No, it's just endless coins all over my floor now. Ah. Uh. Okay. But I mean, that means I'm sorted for money, though, because I have my life savings in it. So if I ever need to go out shopping, just woo, woo, there's 20p on the floor. I can buy oh. a drumstick. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Oh, a drumstick? I've not had a drumstick in a, a drum long strip. time. Oh, they're amazing. I love drumsticks
2: god i might i might get a drumstick today at lunchtime
0: oh Oh, treat yourself you've earned it
2: not just the drumstick for lunch Well, will obviously have you know three tubes of fruit pastels as well
0: oh yeah
1: i'm not can i pitch another one to you yes what about two drumsticks and no fruit pastels oh but you need to have fruit though it's part of your five a day well skittles
2: would you consider Skittles? Taste the rain is a rainbow a fruit? I think it probably yes. is.
0: Yeah, definitely, yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. A Skittles and a drumstick for lunch. Have you ever tasted the rainbow before? I've tasted Skittles, but I'm not I'm not entirely convinced that they have truly bottled the rainbow there. Mm. Um, I think it might be okay. but then, you know, they could get sued. So maybe maybe uh they have done.
0: Yeah, because you can't lie on anything. Like if the if they're saying no. taste the rainbow, that must must be the rainbow.
2: Yeah, maybe so.
0: There's only one explanation. I think the way I'm imagining it is that they've got several Skittles factories around the world just in prime rainbow locations. So when the end of the rainbow hits a certain spot, it captures that energy and transforms it into little little coloured rounds. Oh, little coloured rounds. Mm, oh no!
2: My exosuit is being hit! <laughs>
1: hey, speaking of that fella... Yeah, ooh, you know the... the blue smarty. Yeah, the blue smarty himself. Dave Benson Phillips. I've got a little anecdote to tell. Ooh. Ooh. Because I did, uh, you know, I did the tweet, let people know that we're that we're recording Poddy. It's the, the classic Dave Benson Phillips Twitter photo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. And
1: I, I made sure to include one that had a little play button on it to see if how many people would sort of try to make it play like a video because I thought that would be fun. Okay. <laughs> see if I can fool people, make them look like idiots. And then yeah. I remembered there was this moment when I was a kid and I was watching... I think it might have been Fun Song Factory or yeah. something like that. Hosted by our boy. And <clears throat> now I i don't know what it was. It was a weird fixation I had as a child. You know, and you're going to hear it and think, that's weird. But then you think when you were a child, you probably thought about weird stuff as well like this. Yeah. One thing that I thought I had in common with Dave Benson Phillips <laughs> was, was the color of our fingernails. Right. right? Wow. Because, and this is why... This is why I've been hesitant to tell this story because I think it's in, I think it's incredibly innocent and it's not problematic.
0: No, no, but in, we're not.
1: it does involve talking about skin color. Yeah. Because Dave is a black man he and black I am a man. white man. I have noticed that over the past couple of years since wow, we started he started obsessing have over his
0: fingernails. Him. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it it turns out that uh, if you're if you're white, your the skin behind/under slash your fingernails is sort of a pinkish color. Yeah. And for some reason in my head I thought for the longest time that the skin under my fingernails was white, like Dave's It was. Um, and, and, you know, when you squeeze your, your fingernail, it sort of goes white for a bit and then returns to its color. Right. And then I remember one day looking at my fingernails and being sort of inconsolably upset that they weren't the same color as dave's anymore like something had happened even though they were presumably always not the same color <laughs> this was my connection to my god and this, I've lost this it. was my this was the one thing i had in common with my idol oh. dave benson phillips and then it was cruelly taken away from me when i looked at the color of my fingernails and i realized actually i don't even have that in common with dave anymore oh, i just find it
2: I agree with you that kids think weird things and that is yeah. just one of the weird things that kids would think. But I yeah. still find it strange that you would even sort of notice that, that you would look at his nails and go, They're the same as mine. Like why you know, <laughs> I'm just surprised you didn't look in the whites of his eyes or his teeth or something and go, Oh, I've got white around my eyes too, and I
1: have teeth, you know? That's that's true. We do we do have teeth. Yeah. And he has teeth too. He but it was just something about it. I'm not sure what it was. I just saw his fingernails when you're I looked hooked. at him. I saw the tips of his fingers, and I thought, "Those are white." Hey, so are mine. <laughs> Until one day they weren't, for Aww. for whatever reason. Poor,
0: poor boy. Well, hopefully, one yeah. day you can regain your palish fingernails. You could paint well, them. Well, I just keep
1: squeezing my fingers. I could paint them. You're right. Ooh. I just keep squeezing them, and then they go white for a bit. And that's how I. Yeah. That's how I know we're connected. When truly, it was probably just the juxtaposition of the under fingernail skin to you know the rest of the skin color of his hand that makes them look whiter when they're probably the same color as mine anyway yeah maybe they are all this time
2: they have been and you just thought they
1: weren't holy shit maybe everything's okay
2: some sort of ritual when you want to sort of commune shamanically with dave benson you just squeeze your fingers so that your nails go white (laughs) he knows he knows you take some magic when i'm squeezing you go into a cave and do some cave painting and then just squeeze your nails Mm -hmm. and you become
1: one with the benson it's the best three
0: hours of your life
1: (laughs) what i will say is that wouldn't it be nice if to go along with your head with your headshot of Dave that you can buy from his store you can get the hand shot maybe a foot shot maybe some leg shots and then you can just build Ooh. a little transformer <laughs> oh my core. god that's brilliant he should definitely do Dave. that build a Dave yeah that's what I
2: think yeah. it would be like the new craze on the playground people could like swap arms and stuff yeah. and oh I'll swap it for Dave's legs. You, you know he could do Dave in different different outfits one
1: in an exo suit that's been hit yeah oh. yes and one that's not been hit yeah
0: Different
1: <laughs> right leg left leg uh so many options uh so yes anyway that anecdote ended with us announcing the launch of the dave benson phillips trading card game yes collect them all right gotta catch them all do or it something. That
0: would be amazing
1: i don't know anyway we should probably start the podcast now yeah, yeah. i guess so <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots—the official idiots podcast. Boom. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three. Uh, 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 so I just had a little bit of a, a little bit of a belchy belch there. Oh, that's all right. Did, a, uh, uh, where everybody brings uh, a thing. A thing to talk, uh, talk about, uh, long about to talk.
0: About. Uh, about. Oh, that is... Oh,
1: that was probably the worst one we've yeah, ever I done. Yeah, think so, yeah.
0: How has that happened? 44 episodes in, you thought we'd be good at this, but no, it just keeps getting worse.
1: Well, I wasn't yeah. sure if we were doing the
2: regular one or an, uh, belchy one. Ah, oh, that's true. So We I, do like the variants,
1: don't we? Yeah. Mm, Never mind. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. How are we all feeling this morning, boys?
2: Oh, I don't know. Tired. But, uh... I've had a week, I've had a week, which I've brought along to talk about later (laughs) on, so.
0: How did you fit an entire week into you? That's that's amazing.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Nine months of gestation and I've now had my week. Uh, It's a very healthy, bouncing uh, male week, I've decided. It's a little boy.
0: Good. Okay. That's what we like to see.
2: It's a weak male, like me. (laughs) Just, Just
1: like it's dad. Takes after its father. Yeah, That's nice. <laughs> he has your constitution. I can see it. He does. In His eyes. How about you guys? You had a good week. Oh, I, really? um, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hmm. I moved. I moved treat day to last night. Oh, okay. And um, I had an unpleasant night's sleep oh. because of it. I fear. I woke up a lot
0: for some reason in my mind i was interpreting that as i just shat the bed <laughs>
1: no there was no there was no bed shitting
0: oh good it's always good no
1: bed no bed shitting just a lot of uh tossing and turning and uh feeling a bit warm and uncomfortable and wanting to drink lots of water and just just sort of not feeling great and now i feel a bit uh a bit tired but uh i'm okay um, and
0: likewise i think this is a, an overall sleepy podcast i didn't get a bed to like Five, six AM last night. So
2: Critey Mikey. That's <laughs> later like right. than me. But you were here before me.
0: I I went to bed and then Claudia had to get up for work at like five AM. Uh. So I was like, all right, fine, cool.
1: Here we go. Oh no. Got up, did the potty its prep. Can't oh, wait yeah. to see what five AM Mikey put together for podiatrists.
0: yeah this is I, I, this is four hours of me googling frantically to try and find something i finally found it <laughs> at the end and I, it's, it's not it's not worth the four hours effort but fancy
2: <laughs> doing anything frantically for four hours god oh, god
0: <laughs> well, sleepy frantically like my yeah. eyes were closing but my hands were just tapping away what about a marathon you could do that frantically yeah i suppose wow have it though you said the word marathon this this my thing is about a marathon <gasps>
2: Why does that always happen? Whoa, thing, Mikey always brings an interesting thing and then before it happens, me or Ben just blow his load early. Just by <laughs> yeah. mentioning,
0: oh yeah, Thanks. well it's Whoa. like Spring Hill Jack, isn't it? You're like, oh, that's, that's well, my thing. Oh, for God's sake. Well, now I've got to clean up this massive load. <laughs> it's like breathing. Oh, what? Oh,
1: damn it. it might, oh, oh, I was going to cover Mike. I was going to breathe too. My, uh, my, my guy thing. breathes too god's sake well before we hear your amazing thing that oh, you've no. worked so very hard on we i'm sorry so very what sorry so very <laughs> Softy. Uh, thank you uh we've got to shout out pod squad of course now oh, the pod boys. squad are probably the most handsome and beautiful ladies and men or others that that exist on the on the planet and if you'd like to join them D- uh, donating any amount in the process and supporting the show and us three idiots sorry videos then idiots. you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash videos official and if you donate before the next recording then you get shouted out at the beginning and the end of the show and you're officially a member of pod squad nice. or podron squadron or Ooh, whatever, like you, whatever you prefer so here we go are you ready yeah yeah We've got Grape Coon, Lord <laughs> Brotovich, Big Titty Jesus 42, Heinous Anus, Stephen Scodes, The Gotening, Big Nick, David the Knob, Rudy Rutabaga, The Parsnip Man, <laughs> Captain Lugie, Xavier Ramrez, Gracious Platypus, Top Shagger Cal, Matt, Matt Fulton, The Big Shagger, oh. Long Dong Silver, L. Baker, 97 Cameron Skelly, Narger Than
0: Life, one vowel from she and and face. <laughs> wow. I'm glad there's not much of a censor on these donations because holy shit. Long Dong
2: yeah.
1: Silver is a good one. That's a new one. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> great ones so thank you everybody for donating it doesn't matter uh what you're able to give or not give if you're if you're just listening we appreciate that in and of itself please just tell your friends that goes a long way too but if you'd like to join pod squad and uh, support us financially then you can do streamlabs.com forward slash viddy it's official would you boys like a question I would yes i a question. would really like a question please this is a topical question oh. sort of this comes from jamie at Tre, tre trequart Booster, I don't know how to pronounce that. Jamie, who asks with Harry and Meghan quitting, oh, which one of you lot would be the best replacement as a secondary royal?
0: A <laughs> secondary royal, oh, not oh, even God. a
2: not even an actual main royal, just
1: a, nah. a backup one.
0: One of the the the, the cast.
1: Yeah. Now. It goes without saying, guys. All of us, as uh, you know, patriotic Englishmen, mm. believe that uh, that uh, Meghan is some sort of devil woman, and Harry is is a a big traitorous idiot. Yeah. Obviously, because right. otherwise we'd be we'd be hung, wouldn't we, for our dissent? Hung, drawn, mm. and quartered for for treason. Mm-hmm. Yes, and our bits put around the city gates. <laughs> no
0: just me <laughs> just on, just on just a me. stick honest th- thank you on a stick i was thinking of twitch bits there oh right we'd have we our twitch, twitch bits, bits put around the, the the city oh no i don't want that yeah that's worse than the actual bits. we can't get twitch bits can we not on video no but no well then i guess we're saved we're fine we don't well, have No, to worry. i think it is
2: real bits then but yeah. I, oh, I mean mine is going to have to be a, a a very large
1: stick if of you're going to cool. get my bits on there like grow oh, we back God, as well, so I mean, it's three funny. feet long. Tiny Peter, big stick. Yeah, <laughs> am I right? Absolutely. No, obviously this whole situation is absurd. But yeah. let's uh, let's talk about who's gonna who's gonna slide into that that sort of background. Who's gonna slide into The Queen's DMs. Yeah. Who's gonna slide into the Queen's DMs and say, "What up? Uh, what's her name? Liz? What Lizzie. up, Liz? Yeah. What's up, Lizzie? Uh It's me, your boy. Uh, just thinking." There's a spare seat over there at the dinner table. Now that uh, Harry's, you know, defected and joined Al Qaeda or whatever it is, the Daily Mail is saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, th- I think that Michael Johnson would be a great replacement as a secondary royal Ooh. slash seat warmer at that table.
2: Seat man. warmer, yeah.
0: Seat warmer. That's that's the title I want at the uh, the, the Golden Palace. Um. Uh, man of the people, Michael Johnson. He'll fart. You'll you'll get down with the working man, and you'll you'll bring the royals back down to the working class roots, which they probably existed about a thousand years ago.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you would definitely have to wear your shreddies though. Like the you cannot be <laughs> yeah. Michael Johnsoning up. You can't be hotboxing the <laughs> the royal. You can't be royal hotboxing.
0: S- sitting in the corgi room, just filling up that that spacious space. You yeah, there's only so many times members.
1: you can blame it on the corgis. I think. Yeah. <laughs> when the corgis start dying because of the stench then you know that's the end well
0: she's got so many that it'd take a while for her to notice she says she's not
2: replacing them now isn't she i think i think as they they die they're not going to be replaced
0: oh bless them a bit like the
1: royal family i suppose (laughs) (laughs) michael yeah how would you feel about being one of the queen's corgis (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, that that I'd be fine with. Being a natural royal would suck because you're essentially like a spokesperson for the royal family, and you
1: yeah, it's a PR job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: And could you imagine me going out like just meeting all these famous people and just me being there trying to make sense of it all, and like be like this nice face of England, and I'm just farting away, talking shite. Hello, it's me, Michael. <laughs> if, if you go on YouTube and search Vidic, uh, you'll find my YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's
0: words. too much
2: water under the bridge already for us to... Uh, <laughs> it's for any yeah. of us to b- suddenly be thrown into the global public eye.
0: Imagine the tabloids, holy shit. When they found uh, what we'd done. <clears throat> Prolific farter joins the royals.
2: <laughs> New Prince of England once mentioned the Nazis on the BAFTA
1: streams. <laughs> Oh, shit, you would be a prince, wouldn't you? You'd be Prince Michael. Yeah. Oh, nice, Prince Mike. That's really exciting. And also, yeah, I mean, people forget, but the just the amount of scrutiny mm, you yeah. would be under, it would be horrifying.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, it's I all fun and, g- fun and games talking about who would be best for the job, but in reality, I would not want that job at all.
0: Like nope. No. You'd to fuck.
2: There was a... Um, God, showing my age again. Well, not even my age because this is before my time, but showing my <laughs> fucking weird <laughs> sensibilities.
0: Showing your potential age.
2: Yeah, uh, there was a, a two Ronnies uh, song, song and dance number they did at the end of an episode once, where it's these two street cleaners, and the first verse is like about how you know someone's got to someone's got to sweep the streets. It's, you know, if no one did it, I know it's a mucky job, but and then the second verse is about them saying like, for example, someone's got to be the queen. But we wouldn't want to like we'd rather we would honestly rather be street sweepers than you know it's done in obviously a more musical way than (laughs) what i just just did
0: spoken word
2: but that's you know and i kind of agree with it to be honest if if you've got a simple honest job like sweeping the streets you could clock off at five and then you know go home and have a nice roast dinner
0: but you're able to go out and do things without being hounded by a swarm of photographers and press yeah yeah well, even like,
1: I mean, on in, a, in microcosm, like what we do, sometimes when stuff kicks off at work because something's like, something annoying has happened or something public has happened that's super frustrating we have no control over, uh, involving our job. Sometimes you do just think, oh, God, I wish I just, I wish I worked at Tesco. Yeah. You know, I wish I could just go home and not have... You, you know go on social media and have people calling me a dick or in comments <laughs> saying that guy's a cunt fuck that guy to yeah that, oh, sometimes you do and and we're not even royals we're just in a tiny youtube channel we're not even yeah, like that's... big
2: youtubers and even now we're thinking you know too much too much well not i, I don't want to use the word fame but you know too much you know too much of an audience um, Yeah. we obviously very much appreciate everyone who supports us and enjoys our stuff and for the most part it's a brilliant job. Especially Videots. That was like, you know, a, a fantastic year of just doing stupid shit for, you know, and getting paid for it. That was great. But yeah. um there's definitely still an element of like now and then kind of thinking, God, I kinda of wish I didn't just have all these people constantly like watching what I'm
1: doing and you know. <laughs> wish you could unplug from it all. Yeah. But if you were just stratosphere shot into the moon area, Peter and you became Prince Peter. Mm. <laughs> what would you? What would you? What do you think your role would be? What would you do?
2: Oh God, I don't know. I think they probably make me in charge of some sort of national trust-related.
0: Oh, that'd be oh, lovely. That. Charity. You'd be to visit all the national trust sites.
2: Yeah. Well, I would. But again, I'd rather just like pootle around a forest by myself <laughs> rather than you know with the paparazzi following me, or worse, yeah. an actual official photography group that's been sent with me to take all the photos of me. Oh um, god,
0: yeah. It's not a know. day out anymore, it's a, it's a press opportunity.
1: Yeah. That's it. You would never be able to do a job again. Nope. You'd never be around. able to go out naked
2: on my balcony again. No, <laughs> not <laughs> after the last time. Yeah. Uh,
0: we don't talk about that. No, we don't. There used to be, it's, next to my college, this is just related to naked balconies, but next to my college there was like a block of flats, and every couple of days there'd just be a naked guy stood at his balcony looking over. It's great oh. fun. Oh,
2: God. Was <laughs> it Prince Harry?
0: Batman. I think it might have been you, Peter. Oh, oh yeah. It could oh. have been, actually.
1: <laughs> what would you do, Ben, if you were Prince Ben? Uh, oh, God. I don't actually know. Mm. The, the whole thing makes me quite uncomfortable. I'd probably just stay inside. I'd be like the... You know the Simpsons episode where there's, like, evil Bart? Yeah. they yeah, just keep you, in the God, attic? Who eats fish heads. That'd be me. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd just be in... I'd just be in some sort of palace, in in an entire wing on my own that's been condemned, and they just sort of slide trays of food and KFC. new game releases <laughs> under the under the door. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about him. We needed we needed another person to fill fill the void left by Harry, but we don't really want him to do anything. In fact, I think they should. The next winner of Britain's Got Talent <laughs> should be the next royal because they they go on to perform for the Queen, don't they? They do. Yeah.
0: Maybe we'll have like all of the winners the last ten years fight to the death to be part of the Queen's family. Yes,
1: yes. Britain's next top royal. <laughs> I think that'd be good. Give it, to, put it to the people. Let's change it up.
0: Yeah, fuck it. Let's let's get someone funny in the house. Dave. Good, Dave.
2: Dave. Dave. Yes. Dave, <laughs> Dave would do okay. it. Dave would love that job. I
0: think he'd be you so think? good at it.
2: But like, the thing- he-
0: He's the friendliest man. He, he gets on everyone. He's renowned. Like, all generations yeah. can appreciate Dave.
1: The scrutiny, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, they're, top New Top Royal used to gunge children. <laughs> new Top Royal once told everyone to put their cocks back on Twitter. <laughs> 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 new Top Royal
0: caused bomb scare. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Dave's had a history. It really has. I really think the has. good triumphs over the bad. No, yeah, he's a good boy.
1: Always. Let's move on to another question. This is from Cena at Hey It's Cena. Thank hey, you. Oh. Choose one film, keep one actor. The rest of the characters are turned into Muppets. <laughs> Which film do you choose? <laughs> wow. Oh,
0: God. That's how I think. What's a very, very serious film?
1: Obviously, Schindler's List would take Oh, a turn. God. Christ.
2: <laughs> I mean who's the remaining human? Is it the little girl in the coat or is it Schindler? Oh,
1: I think it's Schindler. Or is it just he's one of the Nazis?
0: The I want to be Hitler to be the the Muppet. <laughs> Imagine being <laughs> commanded round by Hitler. Oh, is Hitler even in the film? I don't think he is. I don't I think don't he's directly
2: he in it. I can't I have seen it, but I don't I don't remember Hitler being in it. But I
0: can't remember. Oh, Castaway um, would be quite good. Yeah. I'd is... love to see like a little muppet surviving on an island
2: yeah is the ball a muppet or is that the only real real person
0: i guess that's the only real pe- well there's a guy who flies the plane at the beginning and yeah there's a few characters but i just uh, want to see a muppet deserted
1: please can the pilot be the only human person in that film and the rest of it is just muppets <laughs> i'd quite
2: like to see to muppets uh muppets king kong Ooh, just a giant yeah. muppet just or like godzilla <laughs> just uh smashing up a city uh, and one tiny little human trying to, trying to coax him down.
0: What
1: about the Avengers? But oh, wow. the only one who's not a Muppet is, is Nick Fury. Okay. So <laughs> he's putting together the Avengers initiative and it's just a load of Muppets. <laughs> oh, and they fight a load so of Muppets. Good. And it's just one man and a Muppets load of Muppets. Assemble.
0: Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good.
2: Imagine Muppet Thanos. Jeez, that would be <laughs> that would be really frightening.
0: Take three puppeteers to operate him. Yeah.
2: I'd like to see um Star Wars done Ooh. with Muppets, except all of the characters that are currently done with Muppets are done with just humans in makeup. So all the Ewoks, uh Jabba oh, the Hut, yeah. you know, Jabba's basically a Muppet. He's a puppet anyway. You yeah. Know? I want to see a complete inversion of Star Wars.
0: Nice. Death of Stalin, that'd be quite good. Yeah. You're to see a bunch of Russian Muppets, and then obviously Stalin is the, the big boy human.
1: That was a film about a bunch
0: of
2: Russian Muppets anyway, oh. wasn't it? see <laughs> Brokeback Mountain done with Muppets. <laughs> um, Who's one, the human in one that? One human and one Muppet. Having...
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: but which one? Jake Gyllenhaal
2: or... Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Jake Gyllenhaal is the human, because the other guy's name we can't even remember. There we go. Oh, we fair. should know his
1: name, though, shouldn't we? Because he's the really famous. Yeah, I guess died so. young this I've not seen YouTube it. a channel
0: don't... idea. Yeah, remaking entire films with Muppets. I'm sure. We well, we'd have to get it. the
1: original actors on board. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm sure they'd be up for it. We only yeah. need one of them. <laughs> <So> it's fine. <laughs> How, much How much can, much can, can cost? that cost? Um, God, I, I feel like we need to name the actor now. Okay, I've not he seen played, it. So he played the Joker for God's sake. Why has it gone from my head? Oh fuck. What? Joaquin Phoenix? No, 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 no. no. It the was uh, Jared died. Leto? No. <laughs> oh, that one, the one that dies. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Just one cool. of those things where you know who, you can see it and you know yeah. who it is, but it's just gone from your brain. So Heath no, Ledger would he be a Muppet. That. Yeah, it's Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. I've not seen it, but... Uh... No, I've, yeah. I've not seen it. So I've, so not, I've, I've, I've
2: not seen that film. I've not seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've not
1: seen it. Yeah, come on, it's, it's not like I'd watch it at home. Or, or at all? <laughs> uh, I'd watch it if one of them was a Muppet, though. Yeah, me yeah, too. Definitely, that'd be brilliant. It's time for a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who'd like to go first? I'll go first. I'm... Oh. Oh, 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 Peter. Oh. Okay, I think you, cre- cre-
0: you, sh- you just you just clinched it. No,
2: just, just, just. Um, so I've I've told people on social media that this this story is coming about what's been Ooh. going on this week. I feel like I may have slightly oversold it in that I think you it was you, Mikey, who asked me, oh, is it the, the tap situation again, where I had the, <laughs> the plumber around and who had me standing in the bath with wet socks holding taps. Uh, and I, my res- response to you was, yes, but with 100% more threat to life. Now, that's oh, technically boy. true in that oh, no. standing in the bath isn't very life-threatening, therefore... <laughs> The thing that happened to me is 100% more thra- life threatening than standing in the bath. But it's not, you know, people were then guessing that, like, I had carbon monoxide leaking from my boiler or that, mm. like, I'd accidentally electrified all the water in my shower and was standing in it. That didn't happen. Uh,
1: Can I make a request, Peter? Yes. You should add one detail in here that's not real. <laughs> oh, God. I don't Something know. Something how... that elevates it to. Sort of a crazy level, and just see see if Michael can identify wh- which is the aspect.
2: Well, that surely isn't real. the thing he'll identify is like just the one most
1: extreme detail of the story. Well, just get weird with it. Just get weird with it then.
0: And uh, the guy who fixed it was D- Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> was Dave
1: Benson Phillips exactly? Just go just go wild with it. I'll okay, never okay. get. <laughs> I'll try and
2: I'll try and hide a hide a little fact in there. Okay. Uh, so um, on Sunday, uh, I got back from being in town um in fact the this the best the best detail of this thing comes a few days before which is that i got a big shop in okay oh. i got like a, a 45 pound tesco shop in so it's like oh yeah nice full cupboards full fridge full freezer and on sunday i got back from town and uh <laughs> i'd left the dishwasher on while i was out in town and when i got in i took a glass out of the dishwasher and uh, wanted to have quite a cold. Well, I want. I just wanted a drink, but the glass was really warm. So I tried running the glass under the tap, um, and all the most of the glass like cooled down, like the rim of it. But the base of it is really thick glass, and that was still warm. And I thought, mm. oh, if I pour some some squash in that, it's going to be slightly warm. And I, Ugh. you know, I live. I'm a. I'm a. I live in the first world. I deserve to have cold water. Uh, or cold squash so i was like okay i'll get some ice out so went to my freezer uh i keep my ice in the bottom drawer um out of the way you keep uh, mice
0: in your bottom drawer Jeez. yeah i do on.
2: yeah they're all frozen i thought i'll put a <laughs> couple of mice cubes in there that'll cool it down good
0: <laughs> oh that's quite cute
2: so i went into the bottom compartment of the freezer to get the ice cube tray out and while i was in there i noticed oh this this the flap isn't opening, it's like just a hinged flap. I was like, Oh, this isn't opening very well. Uh, uh, uh. And uh, when I finally forced it open, I realized, Oh, yeah, you know, the old classic frost ice has built up. So uh, I did what I think everyone does, really, which is not remove the things from the freezer and allow it to warm up and melt or, you know, pour boiling water on it. I mm. took a f- couple of implements out of the kitchen drawer. And started chiseling away at the ice. Oh, no. (laughs) You're not supposed to do that. Now, I've done that many times in the past. And the reason it's not really ever caused any issues before in the past is I've only ever done it on drawers that pull out of the freezer. And Mm -hmm. obviously, a drawer is just made of, like, some plastic that comes completely away from the freezer. And if the worst thing that happens with that is you maybe chisel through a plastic drawer and it gets a crack in it. Um... So I'm chiseling away at this frost and as I'm doing it I'm like it smells a bit weird why does it smell of like it kind of smells of like onions or something it's really strange and I was like there's no onions in here there's just like ice <laughs> and like frozen mints and I continue chiseling away chisel chisel and as a little chunk of ice comes away underneath it I see oh god there's a tiny hole I've made a tiny hole and as the oh, ice no. pulls away this clear liquid squirts out and, <laughs> and goes in my face, in my oh! eyes, oh, no. on God. my jeans, uh, all over me. Uh, and then it stops. And I'm like, okay, um, what the hell was that? So I rush into the bath. The first thing I do is rush into the bathroom, tear all my clothes off, and swill myself under the fr- uh, under the shower for a little bit. Because so I was like, I don't know if that was just water or if that was like coolant or what so i wash all that off and my eyes are like burning i'm like what what is happening what's happening um and so i then i I swill my eyes in the sink for a while and they they calm the the fuck down uh so go into the back into the kitchen um i did shut the freezer door on the way out Uh, and when i opened the freezer door again it smells so strongly of this really dodgy smell, and I'm like, okay, there is gas coming out of my freezer now, and it's not—it's not air, whatever it is. So, shut the freezer door, and I think, right,
0: just what contain do I do? the smell. <laughs> yeah,
2: it well, was just just contain it. It's pretty airtight a freezer, and I'm, my my. I'm then thinking like, well, the letting agent isn't going to be open right now. Um, I don't I don't really have a number. I've got a, a number for like an emergency. Uh, there's a guy who like will come for people who have gas in their flats, but I don't even have a, a gas boiler. So he's not, you know, the man who's in charge of gas boilers is not going to be able to help me. Um, and there's like an emergency uh, heating guy. Um, and that's, those are the only numbers I have. So I'm like, oh. They
0: don't prepare for freezer leaks.
2: <laughs> no, a, a man who does heating is not going to be responsible for yeah coolant Someone leaking a out of a chisel
0: on their freezer
2: yeah so i sit there and i'm like do i just leave the freezer shut and report it first thing <laughs> in the morning the letting agents can like take it from there but i'm like that's clearly a bad chemical that's just come out of there um and i was like I, you know i don't want to sleep in this place so i could go and sleep at ben's like ben very kindly offered to have me if i wanted to stay at his
0: while your flat just slowly fills with this mystery, mystery gas. I couldn't have Peter asphyxiating.
2: Yeah, yeah. Needless to say, at this point, I had opened all the windows in the kitchen. I turned on the extractor fan in the oven um, and I'd shut myself in my bedroom with my bedroom <laughs> window open, but all the doors closed so no kitchen gas could get in. But um, so I didn't really know what to do. And as time went on and I was just sitting there in bed, like Googling what the fuck just went in my face... Uh, i i realized that like if it was freon it's probably sort of okay in that it's Mm. like there's so little of it in a modern fridge freezer that uh you're gonna be fine basically uh if it was an older fridge or freezer it could have ammonia in it which is a really 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 bad thing oh no and freon it's telling me on the internet is a fairly odorless gas
0: but this stuff that's
2: coming out of my freezer smells really strongly and it is a little bit like ammonia it's not quite right but it smells like ammonia a little bit so i'm like okay i better treat this as though it's ammonia which um according to the internet requires you need to report it to like fire and rescue so i did that called 999 the fire department came out in an actual fire engine
0: oh my god
2: um and uh, they said, show us this this fridge freezer. So uh, the best thing uh, is that the lift is out in my building right now. And I live on the fourth floor. So these firemen had to uh, fight their way upstairs with this. They had big tanks on their back, I guess, in case there was some sort of gas leak. Um, they weren't, didn't have masks on, but they had tanks on their back. So they charged up four flights of stairs. They got in there. When they opened it, they were like, God, that's a really funky smell. That's a really funky <laughs> smell. And then they busted
1: out the glow sticks
2: and they just went to
0: yeah. fucking town. Yeah, the Smell the shit.
2: We all like hotboxed the kitchen. We had a great time. <laughs> um, so they said, we don't think that's ammonia. We've obviously come across ammonia plenty of times on on, on jobs. And that doesn't smell like ammonia, but it smells very strong for you know any of the other possibilities so they were like basically we don't know what it is but we're going to get it out of your flat now so they proceeded to carry it down two flights of stairs uh where there is a fire exit on the back of the building and they just put it out there um and uh yeah from then on like this week i've just had a whole load of just like i'd have it moved down to the ground floor and like the concierge from the building did that because it had just been left on like the outdoor outside of the second floor because the council won't pick up a- an empty fridge freezer unless it's placed exactly where your bins are normally placed that the bin men pick up uh and i've just been on the phone to like fridge freezer men or women <coughs> and the women. agent trying to get a new fridge freezer put in but
0: holy shit
2: yeah, I I made a hole in the casing on like the actual you know freezer itself, not a drawer on the yeah. bottom of my fridge freezer, and coolant gas leaked out. The water may well have been uh, the the liquid may well have been water because it was clear, yeah. but I don't really know.
0: But yeah, you don't want because God knows what black magic goes on inside a fridge, and you don't yeah. want to mess with yeah. that.
2: So the moral of the story to. I'm sure the many, many people who are listening right now, who from time to time will chisel away at ice in their freezer, is if you're going to do it, make sure you're only doing it on pull-out drawers. Do not do it <laughs> on the outer, I mean the it's, it's the inside of the freezer, but you know the actual structural makeup of the freezer itself, because God, the the gas is very close to the surface in a fridge oh, freezer.
0: No. So what happened to your Tesco shop? Cause I assume if you had any refriger stuff that needed to be chilled, like that's just gone to waste. Or? So
2: everything that could be chilled or frozen, I was thinking some of this stuff I might be able to salvage by either like asking a neighbor or someone, if I could just put it in their fridge or <laughs> can freezer. I, can, my fridge
0: re- rent your, can my food rent your fridge for a bit?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Or, you know, I was trying to work out what I could do with it. And then this was after the firemen had gone and, um, i i picked it all up i just put it in the corner of the room uh, and it it smelled really strongly of the stuff because i guess it had been sh- oh. just shut in a fridge freezer yeah. that had this gas circulating in it and it had just tainted all of my food and i was like even if there was a way for me to keep this chilled that's just that's fucked some... now
0: yeah i'm not doing that. i'm
2: not eating that so i just binned it all and i hated doing it but oh bless you so oh. yeah
0: so so are you without a fridge at the minute, or are you...
2: I am. It's supposed to be coming to, uh, on Monday. Uh, the lift has finally been fixed in my building as of All right. Friday. All week, the fridge freezer man has been like, look, I'll come and deliver a fridge freezer for you, but if you're on the fourth floor, I, what do you want me to do? Like, I am not, I can't get a yeah. fridge freezer up there. So he's been waiting for the lift to be fixed. Um, Fair. But it's done. There was a, f- a little fake detail in there, Mikey. Oh,
0: I was just about to ask, because oh. I didn't pick up on it. Anything that could have been... I don't, Well, I mean, the, the fireman entering the room saying, that smells funky, but I assume that wasn't a literal quote.
2: That was a literal quote. Wait, really? A Geordie fireman opened the fridge door <laughs> and went, oh man, that's a really funky smell, that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, well, I'm glad that's real. I, I Not a single thing in that made me... Well, other than that, made me think... No, Peter's telling a fib here.
2: Okay, well, when I made the hole in the fridge freezer, liquid came out and did go on my jeans, but it <gasps> did not go in my face and burn my eyes.
0: Oh, oh I w- man! I was so worried for you there, Peter, because oh. I was like, that's one of my worst fears—getting stingy liquid in my eyes.
2: Well, because if it had done, I think if if I'd got stingy liquid in my eyes. Uh- I would have also ended the night by probably getting that checked out in A&E, which would have been part of the story. But
0: Oh, true.
2: No, oh. like it didn't go... It went on my jeans and probably a little bit on my skin, but I, as I say, I jumped in the shower. But it, it, I think it might have been liquid because any coolant in a fridge freezer is supposed to be in gas form pretty much all the mm-hmm. time, I think. So it was probably just like uh, condensed water. But anyway.
0: Is my forfeit for not guessing it to join the royal family? You have
2: to... Um, come over to my flat where the old fridge freezer is still just sitting downstairs in the car park yeah. and open it and stick your head in it and take a big breath. <laughs> Spend that. five minutes in the doom fridge. Yeah, <laughs> The doom fridge. It's,
0: it locked me in there for a bit. I deserve it.
2: It still smells horrible. I've, really? I've checked it since then. I think it's just sort of, it's not still like actually leaking gas, but it's just sort of, there's bits of bits of gas still in there. Um, yeah. It's gas stained. Small small chunks of gas yeah sort of gas stained i think is is the word so yeah so there you go um thank you for sharing it was semi-life threatening or it could have been because they said it didn't smell like the regular semi-safe uh coolant gas that you
1: normally have in a fridge freezer so i don't know what it was (laughs) but i'm okay real knock-on irritating effects for you yeah yeah well i'll be
2: honest like the first day or so after it happened I did feel like, am I a little bit lightheaded? Am I? Li-? And I, I could smell the stuff wherever I went. Like every oh now and then, God. I would get a little whiff of the gas, and I was like, that's just clearly up in my nose. Like it's probably just bound to like all the membranes inside all my sinuses, and I'm just smelling it from time to time. So oh, I was I a little I... bit, like if if I'd continued to feel like that for any longer than I did, I might have like maybe been to the GP or something. But anyway
0: i guess that's you, you, you're you're gonna be like hyper attentive you're gonna be thinking like any little thing which you yeah like pass off as like wait am i dying now
2: no definitely i think there was definitely an element of that because i'm am I'm a bit of a hypochondriac at, at the worst of at the best of times um but
0: Let alone when you sprayed with weird liquid
2: <laughs> yeah so i think i was just you know if i was tired and i felt a little bit like you know lightheaded or like my eyes were a bit sore i'd be like oh my eyes is that from the from the fridge gas
0: oh I've got gas eyes yeah, so maybe you get a superpower. God. Who knows? Yeah, You'd fridge be ice man. man. Fridge you could.
1: could. Gas man. <laughs> that's <laughs> the, you. There can't be two fridge men. Peter's waiting for a fridge man to deliver. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> so can't can can have another one. Of us. He's not, not much of a fight. superhero though, if he can't deliver it to the fourth floor. Well, maybe that's not one of his powers. Maybe it's just bringing it to a lift. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's his what power. Do you remember that um, that time you came to to visit? Peter hmm. and Jules was there as well and I had water coming through my ceiling. Yes, and we yeah. we had to call the we had to call the firemen or women then as well. Oh god. to come out because it was coming through light fixtures and stuff.
0: Oh my god. Oh yeah, did they uh, yeah, they
1: did come, didn't they? I remember. Yeah. They came in all their gear and stuff <laughs> to have a look. Did you call 999? No, nah, non emergency number. All oh, right. Uh yeah. just to get them out. Yeah, it's it's I dunno I don't know how you felt when you had to call them, but I've never really had to call the the, the services before, mm-hmm. be they that, yeah. ambulance, fire department or police. So it was a bit nerve wracking and it's just well, the internet told me that I should call yeah. you because <laughs> you what do feel coming like a big, the, the power. Yeah. Yeah. But uh it's it was fun though. Got a photo of all the firemen in my flat. I was like, Yeah, here we go. Content. <laughs> Party's kicking off. <laughs> Content. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, Well, that was a wonderful thing, Peter. And Mm. I hope your fridge gets installed soon. Yeah, me too. The worst thing is
2: I'm having to buy, like, kind of ready meals every night because anything that serves two or more, I just can't can't keep it chilled for the next night. So I'm I'm having to buy stuff that serves one person or stuff that is, like, dry and can be kept dry in a cupboard overnight. Mm. So yeah like, what's the
1: weirdest meal you've had this week um
2: oh do you know what i had a weird me- i remember telling amy like two days ago that i had a really weird meal that night but i can't even remember what it was now i'll have to think i'll get back to you on that i did have a weird okay. combo <laughs> the
1: other day okay I'm yeah.
0: Excited.
1: right question time it's from barbarossa at Red Beard Maximus on twitter did any did uh, let me try that again okay did any of you ever take a massive shortcut when completing a task at school slash around home slash at work etc and ended up getting
0: massively found out or better yet did you get away with it oh uh, i this is the well I, I i think i used to spy on other people's you know tests and exams and stuff when i could <gasps> no but, I think um, one week in like year three, it must have been. No, year two, year two. So that would be about 2002. Uh, God, how old was I? Eight, eight years old. There we go. Um, we used to have like weekly spelling tests just to, you know, help us exp- expand our vocabulary and get better at spelling. Mm-hmm. And our teacher would hand out, you know, the list of words earlier on the week for us to kind of practice and learn and get used to. I kept the, the, the answer sheet in my drawer in my desk oh. and I referred to it during the entire test. No, and Michael. The, the teacher looked over and saw me glancing in my drawer, <laughs> probably quite obviously, and took it off me and said he was extremely disappointed in me and I felt sick. <laughs> oh, Spell disappointed, Michael. Oh, God. <laughs> so look in a mirror. <laughs>
2: Oh no!
1: What about you, Peter?
2: Uh, I'm trying to think like shortcuts. I can think of times I definitely um, cheated on some like mock uh, or like a practice paper. It was. It wasn't a mock, but so it was just in class. But it was it was like GCSEs, um, and we were all meant to be sitting in exam conditions. And you know, you're only cheating yourself in that situation, aren't you? Because this is supposed to be like, <laughs> yeah. you know, will I be able to successfully do the actual GCSE? Uh, you know which I would not have cheated in, but um, what I did was uh, there were just a few things that I needed to remember. Um, I remember it now really well because of I guess because I cheated on it and I it, it just got emblazoned into my brain. but uh, there was this thing in biology which is about cells splitting and the processes that, that they go through. and it was um, prophase metaphase, anaphase and telophase right Mm -hmm. and I I knew all of those words but I could never remember the order that they came in so all I did was I carved very lightly into my ruler P-M-A-T and it was so light that you couldn't see it looking at the ruler unless you slightly tilted the ruler so that the light was just shining on it in a certain way
0: that is really good what the fuck
2: it was a really good way because i was like i can't write on my hand i can't you know have a little piece of paper because i might get caught out doing that so uh
0: and even if someone does see that like that's going to be meaningless to most people
2: yeah because even the best thing about a biology test is there was occasionally a little bit of you know sort of drawing to do like you might have to draw a diagram uh so you know i would i would be allowed to have a ruler anyway Um, whereas if it was a different you know say it was an english test or something you don't really need a ruler in that so why have you got your ruler on your desk but uh Mm. yeah it was one of those like semi-clear plastic rulers and if you just carve very lightly onto those you can you know and all it was was like four letters just to help me remember the order but it was definitely cheating Uh, yeah oh dear so you didn't get caught no and i remember it now i don't need the ruler
0: Hey, well, there you go. Well, maybe it learned. It was a learning tool. It was, yeah. It's really helped
1: you in your career as well. <laughs> it has, yeah. Really, really became very useful. As an anecdote, Yeah, it's been very, very useful. useful.
0: Yeah, there we go.
1: That was the whole point of school, was anecdotes, it seems. <laughs> yeah. And trauma <laughs> that you sort of learn from. Oh, boy. Uh, mine, weirdly, is also school and a test. Oh, right, okay. So this was primary school. I was probably about... ooh, Maybe... Eight or nine, about that age. And mm-hmm. there was a spelling test. And the thing is, I can't remember how I cheated, but I did. And I'd never cheated before, ever. And I was never inclined to cheat, but for some reason I did. And I think I did it in a way that I didn't get all of them right. Clever. I just wanted to get um... a higher score. And um, I ended up getting the best score in the class. Whoops. Oh, <laughs> and so I was like. I think the, I think that class clapped, and uh, <laughs> there was like some sort of exchanging of rewards for winning at spelling. Uh, <laughs> oh
0: dear!
1: And I felt so so guilty about it that when I when I went to bed that night, I couldn't sleep, and I went down and I confessed it all to my dad, and I cried because I oh, cheated oh, on this spelling much.
0: test. <laughs> oh.
1: And I never came clean to any of the teachers or anything because I think my dad knew that spelling tests ultimately weren't going to be, you know,
0: <laughs> a child doesn't deserve to be. Punished you weren't going to this. go to
1: prison for it, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't going to negatively affect anything. But uh, did he tell you, you shouldn't it? have done it, though, young man? I don't really remember. Mm. I don't think there. I think there was mainly just sort of it was it was positive reinforcement of like you you obviously know you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, which is probably the way to go about it, rather than, you piece of shit. Can you spell piece of shit?
0: I bet you can't, you idiot. Idiot boy. Get out. Get out of this house. Suddenly remembered my most traumatic school moment. Oh, Christ. I must have mentioned it before, but we were in the middle of assembly once, and I just got the biggest urge to do a shit. Like, <laughs> to the point where I was sweating and switching. <laughs> How far in are we? 45 minutes? There's the poo, there's the
1: poo or the fire. Ah, oh, there it's... we go, finally. We got there.
0: <laughs> I, like, so, like, the whole school would sit on the floor in this big hall, and I was sat there, like, sweating like a motherfucker, knees weak, arms heavy. I <laughs> have uh, Spaghetti coming out my arms. Shit in just my pants full, already. Full
1: of mum spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was better, Peter. You did a better one.
0: Oh, nice, nice. And for some reason, rather than like you know just quietly getting up and leaving the room, because I think I was scared I'd get told off. Like, oh, where are you going, boy? I put my hand up and asked the head teacher, who was, you know, leading this assembly, and asked, "Can I go to the toilet?" And he went, "Oh yes, go on." And as I troddled off, the whole school laughed at me. Oh, <laughs> no, I can picture the waddling.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just the like toilet this... waddle. <laughs> Oh, that was <laughs> that awful. boy's gonna poo himself it could, it could have been even
2: worse though I thought, first I thought you were gonna say you put your hand up and you were so bothered about going that you didn't even think to sort of use an epithet so you just went
1: can I go for a poo please miss, <laughs> it might be a long one
2: um, uh-huh. and then when you didn't say that I thought that you were gonna say when you stood up you would let out a massive
0: fart <laughs> yeah I thought that was what was gonna happen as oh well. that would have been so good fuck Sadly, I, I didn't make it to the toilet. I was just harshly embarrassed. <laughs> well done, well done, uh, <laughs> Todd no, McAdam. I just remembered st- another thing.
1: Oh go okay, go on. <laughs> Firstly, we're back at school now. You've got to apologise to Todd.
0: Sorry, Todd. <laughs> there we go. I, um, I, I, for some reason, I think I was a prolific poet in the school. <laughs> i think I, I don't know why but like a lot of kids would like refuse to use the toilets at school to do their business yeah. But i was kind of if i need to go out i like i can't hold you were this the, in you were the
1: reason michael yeah. <laughs> you were the reason people didn't want to <laughs>
0: For the, one day the teacher comes in and says someone smeared poo on the wall was it you michael <laughs>
1: <laughs> hang on that's a loaded question yeah! was it you michael Yes. <laughs> that's so damaging to your what i'm certain was really really good reputation at school someone Everyone
0: looked at me and was like yeah michael could have done that couldn't he yes <laughs> it's got big michael energy,
2: when we like. were in primary school uh someone once did a poo in the urinal
0: nice oh. uh
2: and also that reminds me of a story there used to be a program called law of the playground on tv um, where they would just get a load of like sort of B list British celebrities to just tell stories about when they were at, these kind of stories basically about when they were at school, yeah. and one guy I can't remember who it was uh, said that uh, they came into assembly one one morning and uh, the headmaster had brought all the he'd ask all the boys to stay behind after assembly and uh, he said very angrily to all the boys right according to the caretaker last night one boy <laughs> defecated on the toilet floor. In the in the boys' toilets, and uh, one kid like uh, leaned over to another kid and said, what just defecated, mean." And another kid turned to him and said, "I think it's a type of
1: coffee."
2: <laughs> 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 I love that so much.
0: Oh, imagine, I, I could never be a head teacher because the shit you have to put like a put up with, and B also ex- like explain. You've got to be angry at kids for shitting on floors, yeah, and <sighs> getting in fights, and ah, oh, I'm not built for that. Right, let's see if we can
1: go the rest of the episode without talking about bowels. Should I think I? We,
0: we got it out of our system, though. It was nice. Literally. Well,
1: literally. Yeah, yeah, nice. High five. Hi. Good stuff. Okay, Todd McAdam. Sorry, Todd. At Toddzilla92. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> fucking rad my dude many people over the last two years have said that you help them out when it comes to mental health mm. but what do you guys go to to support yourselves thanks for the great content and constant implicit emotional support uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: well that's an interesting question i think right. like when i when i really need an actual person uh i either go to you know like family or my fiance. Uh, I think Ben and I, like, helped each other out a little bit, like, mental health-wise when we were down in Bristol. I mean, Mikey, too, but, I mean, I I yeah. stayed at Ben's at times. Ben stayed at mine a couple of nights. Um, yeah. yeah, so, I don't know, friends and family, I guess, but I'm trying to think. There must also be just some sort of chill-out kind of, I'm, I'm sad, so I'm going to watch this program kind of thing that I think we probably all have one of those. I don't know what mine is, but, you know, if you guys have something like that.
0: I like Taskmaster. It's just—it's very soothing. <laughs> yeah, there's all these weird tasks being performed. It's just kind of like on YouTube as well. Like I think the official Taskmaster channel are uploading compilations of the best bits. It's like, oh, it's in my recommended. Fuck it, I'll do it. That's that's good. That's easy access. Yeah. I'm I'm not much of a talker. I don't talk about my things with friends or family. So I I I, I turn to Taskmaster as my source <laughs> of comfort and the ferrets and Claudia, it's another Dave, isn't
1: it? You just can't get enough Daves in your life. Oh, I just love a big Dave. <laughs> oh, oh dear, that sounds weird. <laughs> it did sound weird. Uh, this actually seg this this question segues into my thing. I hope you don't mind me sliding in here, Mikey. Ooh. Um, but before I get onto my thing, is there anything else that you guys uh, you guys would would like to offer up to people uh, in regards to how uh, how to how to, how to sort of help help yourselves and so on? Uh, I mean, I would say that like.
2: I, you know, I would always recommend like speaking to friends and family about these kind of things. Like it's always nice. And we've said this before. It's 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 nice to know that people can watch our content in the same way they can watch Taskmaster, or I can watch ancient British trackways with Tony Robinson and like oh, yes. <laughs> feel quite zen. Uh, but that's only a sticking plaster, really. Yeah. And like, if you're actually feeling like yeah, having a, a bad time and you're struggling, you should definitely sp- speak to people who. Who, who love you and uh, they they are out there and you might be convinced that like they don't want to know that you know they don't want me to, to be they don't want to be burdened with my problems like those people yeah. would much rather you spoke to them and hopefully felt a little better than just like carried on feeling a bit plops so yeah
0: because yeah they, like no one minds if you like unload on them a little bit it's, nah. it's better than bottling it up because that's when things get bad when you you just kind of push it down and Definitely. So you try and ignore it, then eventually it just gets too much, and that's when bad things happen. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. Just be be honest. Talk to people. Everyone wants to hear you. Everyone loves you. You're wonderful people. You do. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, definitely. So I've got some some
1: mental health applications. Ooh. These are apps that you can download for your phone.
2: Yes, yes. You told me about these when I was feeling feeling plops. Yeah.
1: And I just thought it would be nice, especially given the time of year and, you know, people are always going through stuff and people are, some are more prone to to, to feel certain ways uh, than others, but everybody has difficult times in their life. So I feel like it's a it's an important thing not only to talk about, and I feel like it's there's not really a stigma around it at all anymore. Mm. So saying that, that this is sort of an attempt to destigmatize it isn't actually that accurate. But I do feel like uh, as as um hang on let me let me get the let me get the question back up as todd said we do we do get a lot of questions about this kind of stuff and a lot of people do say that we have helped them through a difficult times so i feel like it's an important subject for us to sort of broach yeah. and uh, and and discuss so these are all apps that you can get for your phone they are all free they are all on ios and android so you can get all of them. And they actually, if you're, if you're wondering, sort of, well, you know, there's a sort of, uh, what, what is it? What's the line in Star Wars where they're talking about the, the the Jedi religion or Han Solo is? You know, when he's first talking to Luke. A bunch
2: of hokey religions and uh, magic powers or something. No not, no, not as good as a blaster at your side, is a paraphrased version. Is that what you want? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Thank
1: you. That's that's basically it. If you if you're hearing this and thinking, well, it's probably a load of bollocks, isn't it? It's just apps. Uh, these are actually they come recommended to me by my mother, which should be in and of itself enough for you to to take it at face value that it's good. But if you want a little bit of a background about my mother, uh, she's a specialist community public health nurse with 15 years of experience and a community practice teacher. So she's responsible for the practice element of the master's level school nursing qualification in her NHS trust. So this is all stuff that they use within the NHS, uh, at least on a sort of a, a student level. But it's it's absolutely applicable for everybody. Well, uh, right. As long there, as you phone. Well, mm-hmm. thank
2: you. Good job on reading out that that thing that you were definitely reading off a piece of paper. Yeah.
1: Could you tell I wrote it down? Yeah. (laughs) I definitely texted my mum to just say, can you just tell me what it is you do Yeah, so I can can let people know, give it a bit more credence. So these are the apps that uh, they use. One of them is called MindShift. They're all sort of quite similar, but they offer different things. Another one is called uh, Sam, S-A-M, and I think the full title of the app is Self-Help for Anxiety Management. Uh, Stop breathe and think and then the last two or two that i've actually used myself and i think they're very good uh, there's headspace which some people might have heard of Uh, the full app name is headspace meditation and sleep which is a meditation app but it's not about sort of that zen yoga nonsense it's not about sort of finding your inner inner peace and wokeness and stuff It's, it's directly relates to mental health it's about Sort of working on your skills of of managing your thoughts and yeah. trying to push through mm-hmm. the bullshit and just sort of calm yourself with breathing exercises and things like that. Uh, so within the app itself, there are premium plans that you can subscribe to, but it does have a free course of daily exercises, and it will send you a push notification saying, "Oh, time to do your your daily breathing." So you can set it. In the morning, if you wake up half an hour early or in the evening, just before you go to bed. And it just, it's basically voiceover um, of a very soothing voiced man who (sighs) talks you through breathing in and breathing out. And why not imagine yourself in this place? And it's all all just very calming Mm -hmm. and it helps if you're having a difficult time. Yeah. And the second one, which I think is actually really good, is called Wobot, as in robot, Aww. but spelt W-O-E, Wobot. Uh, and all of these on some level, but this one in particular use uh, cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT mm-hmm. uh, to sort of help, again, just sort of manage the thoughts in your head when it all becomes a bit too overwhelming. Yeah. But what I like about Wobot is that when you first start it up, you, you have to give it some information about yourself and you have to enable push notifications. But it's basically a bot, as it, you know, as the name implies, but it's sort of a text conversation. So you can open it up when you're having a difficult time and just type whatever you want and it will reply as if it's a text within the app. And you can have a conversation back and forth, and it's programmed to ask you questions that you can reply to and work through various things. And because it's got push notifications, it will, depending on how you set it up, it will check in with you throughout the day. And it'll just be like getting a text from Wobot just saying, hey, how are you doing? Do you want to check in? And you can just open it up and have a conversation with a bot that's programmed with this sort of cognitive behavioral therapy stuff to ask you questions about how you're doing and work through those thoughts and... And just sort of, it's all there to just, all of these apps are there, as I've said, to just sort of help you filter through stuff Mm -hmm. when it gets a bit too heavy for you.
0: CBT is essentially, it allows you to, step back, reassess a situation. And because in the moment, you might be looking at things with like a twisted lens and that helps you just kind of put things in literal, literal, you know, English. You think through it, you think, oh, wait, no, it's not that bad. This is this, this is the... Yeah. It's, it's like CBT is kind of the first real starting point for Try most kind of... change of thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. So I've got one final little paragraph here, which I think uh, shouldn't go without saying. All of these apps have been used with, uh, with my mum's students. Some like them, some don't. So it might be worth just giving them a go and and seeing what works for you the two that i've tried were very good i haven't tried the other ones but they're of a, of a very similar uh sort of approach in the uk obviously we're fortunate to have free gp access but it is important to note that the apps don't replace yeah. getting specialist help no. so always seek the help of a relevant medical professional where possible but you know if you're if you're having a hard time sleeping or things are getting a bit too much try those apps out that's headspace meditation and sleep wobot Stop, Breathe, and Think. Sam, Self-Help for Anxiety Management. And Mind Shift are the different apps. So I just just thought it would be, you know, just take a minute to have a look at those apps and see if they work for you.
2: And I hope it helps. Well, what a good thing
1: to bring along to talk about. Thank you. That's my thing. I think we should just roll straight into Mikey's thing.
0: (laughs) Well, let's go for a tonal shift, I guess. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Now that we're all feeling... Zen. Zen, yeah. What? Are you,
2: where
0: are you taking us? I, yeah,
2: I might eat, and I've brought 10 reasons to hate yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 10 coolest suicides in history. Oh, God. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell, <laughs> Michael. No, it is, well, it is it's grueling. It's the 1904 Summer Olympics Men's Marathon. Oh, okay. it is It's quite possibly the most grueling sporting event in professional sports history. Mm-hmm. So I I've got I've written up like a little story of like the 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 events so I'll begin. Okay. Marathons are probably one of the most iconic and grueling sporting events in the world. Nowadays, the events are highly organized and have plenty of rules and safety regulations in place to protect the runners. But during the marathon event of the 1904 Olympic Games in St. Louis, it was possibly one of the most brutal sporting events in history. You can tell I wrote this in 4 a.m. because <laughs> there's just a random jeering in there. I (laughs) apologise for how all over the place this is going to be. That's okay. I'm ready. It'll be a
2: marathon, not a
0: sprint. Oh. Oh. So five American athletes took part. They were all relatively skilled and had plenty of experience running before. But the same couldn't be said for the rest of the runners. Among the participants were ten Greeks who had never competed in a marathon before. Two South Africans took part. But this is only by chance because they're in fact only in the city to attend the World's Fair that was taking place at the same time, and they essentially were just commandeered to take part in this marathon. Oh my oh, wow. god! <laughs> just like yeah, you, you can come, run, you can come run with us, can't you? And they also chose to run the, the race barefoot because, of course. Oh god! Felix, who is my favourite in all this, was a Cuban mailman. He arrived at the starting line wearing a, a, a pair of street shoes, long dark trousers, and a beret. <laughs> and he oh, had the most majestic moustache ever. It was amazing. Kindly, before the race began, someone trimmed his trousers to knee length.
2: Oh, that's nice. What? Uh, sorry, what year was this? Uh,
0: 1904. Oh, God, okay. Right. <laughs> so the mistakes start piling up. Firstly, was hosting the event in the afternoon in the middle of summer. Mm. Usually, you know, marathons are held at an optimal time of the day where the temperature is going to be its lowest and giving the runners the best chance to, you know, perform. And this meant that the, the athletes were performing in degrees of 86 degrees Fahrenheit or around 30 degrees Celsius. Oh, Jesus the race itself started in the Olympic Stadium and it looped back around to the Olympic Stadium, but the entire place took place on public dirt roads that weren't closed off, they were all still in use. Oh, this God. meant the athletes battled dogs, trolley cars, wagons, and railroad trains. Basically, oh. they were against the world. But, you know, that's fine. You know, it's a bit of a challenge. It's, that's fine. You know, as long as the athletes have access to water, that'd help them get through the 26-mile ordeal, right? No. On, on the 26-mile route, there was two sources of water. And this wasn't, you know, a table where people were handing out cups of water. The first of which, six miles in, was a water tower. So if they wanted to have water, they'd have to climb up and get water from it. What?! Yeah. The next was 11 miles in, which was a public well. Again, so they'd have to physically stop and go out the way to get water. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that means that even if the runners made it like halfway into the race, it's it's another 13 miles before they finish and are allowed to have water. Ugh. Turns out this was completely intentional, too the organizer of the games wanted to test the limits and effects of purposeful dehydration. Wow. So choose chose an Olympic event as an experiment. And now the race
1: begins. The legality of that, though, I is know. so questionable. Just pulling in a
2: mailman and a couple of tourists, effectively, and saying, hey, <laughs> you'll, see how you'll they join. On.
0: Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> okay. 3.03 p.m., the race began. Bang. That's that's me setting the scene again, going oh. everyone sprints in fear. So yeah, the race began at three or three, and it wasn't long before they hit a snag. One of our poor South African runners encountered a pack of farm dogs who promptly attacked him and he was forced over a mile off course. Wow oh my God. <laughs> our Cuban mailman friend stopped at a car and asked the driver for a peach. They refused his offer, and so he stole two and ran off with with the goods. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. However, this didn't quite fill him up, because it turns out he hadn't eaten for 40 hours prior to the race. Oh, my God. The reason why? (laughs) He started in New Orleans and lost all his money, so he had to hitchhike his way to the event. Oh, no. (laughs) So he barely made it to the starting line in time. He can't have
2: known what he what kind of running event he'd signed up for this guy clearly thought he was just going to be doing the 1500 meters yeah (laughs) like a little run it'd be nice
0: who in their right
2: mind would even bother starting the run after 40 hours of no food
0: (laughs) i know it's madness so obviously he's a hungry boy and luckily he found an apple orchid ate a few apples turned out sorry an apple what orchid Orchard. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of a flower, an apple flower. So what's an apple orchard? Oh, I That's see. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, my, my mistake. I was, oh, there we go. An it's okay, we got there. Orchard. He took some apples, <laughs> ate a few, turns out the majority of them were rotten, started violently vomiting, and then took a nap next to the orchard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> As a lot of people do in a marathon. Yeah, you know, like a nap mid-race is <laughs> normal.
0: To add to the pain, Olympic officials chose to ride in cars ahead of the competitors, kicking up unavoidable dust into the competitors' lungs, because this is all just dirt tracks. One of the competitors almost died after the dust covered his esophagus and ripped his stomach lining. Oh, Jesus. One by one, our novelty athletes started to drop in numbers, and now it's time for the pros to show us how it's done. Or not. One of the competitors' race came to a premature end after suffering from a sudden bout of vomiting. He was overtaken by another athlete, and it wasn't long before that person suffered severe cramps and slowed to a complete stop. Enter Fred Laws, one of the Americans. He was able to catch up, but at this point, he too was suffering cramps after about nine miles. His solution to these cramps? He jumped in a car and rode his way along further down the track. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was seen waving at spectators and competitors from his comfy throne. (laughs) So he just fucking skipped the the competitive aspect of it and just thought, fuck it, I can just drive to the beginning. Why can't I do that? Another American athlete named Hicks persisted, even after seeing this dickhead, to be quite honest, drive (laughs) past him. He was pushing forward, but his trainers had to restrain him from stopping. They were physically forcing him to continue running against pretty much his will. God, 16 miles in, his body was borderline shutting down, and he started begging his trainers for water. His trainer opted to sponge his mouth out with distilled water instead, and just sent him on his way. So, A little bit of hydration, I guess. It's better than nothing. This gave him about three more miles of energy before he just started totally flagging again at this point his job his his, jopter, his doctor jumped to the rescue and he gave him a small dose of sulphate strychnine strychnine basically rat poison
2: oh my Oh, strychnine God. i think
0: strychnine that's strychnine. it thank you
2: that's act- yeah that is just that's poison strychnine
0: yeah it turns out though if you use it in very small doses it acts as a stimulant right so it kind oh, of basically... Sp- good to know. Yeah, there you go. If you're ever a feeling a little bit down, you see some rat poison on the floor, give it a little nibble.
1: Oh, oh God. Yeah. Do, do not line. do that. Just <laughs> do a uh, line. We do
2: not recommend having a little bit of rat poison.
0: Yeah, it's just not recommended.
1: Bit. Just sprinkle a bit on your spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, just a shaving. <laughs> Up all night to get
0: lucky. Go on, oh. do it. So yeah, this, this helped push him on. He was full of rat poison and ready to run.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He'd sponged his mouth. He had some rat poison. He was going to win this marathon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he reached the 20 mile marker before he started to turn gray. Oh. He powered on until he was two miles from the finish line. At this point, he was hallucinating heavily and believed he still had another 20 miles to run. Oh, oh. God. So he he was just in absolute agony, in pain. He was begging his team for just some food, anything to help him get along. So they topped him up with a bit of brandy and sent him on his oh, way. For God's <laughs> sake! <laughs> what, what, what happened to our friend who uh, jumped in a car to help skip some of the race? Well, he travelled a good eleven miles in comfort before it broke down. So he hopped out and continued the race. The other team saw this happening and demanded he forfeit the event for cheating. But he just kept running. He wasn't going to stop for nothing. He thought, fuck it, I'm ahead. I'm going to keep going. Mm -hmm. He finished way ahead of the hallucinating Hicks and came first in the race. Right. He was greeted by a thrilled crowd who were just overjoyed that an American had won. (laughs) President Theodore Roosevelt's daughter, Alice, placed a wreath on his head and was just about to give him the medal when when someone suddenly called for a halt to the fiasco and insisted that Laws was an imposter. Instead of panicking, he just smiled and claimed, (laughs) it's just joking. I was never really going to accept the award anyway. Wow. He's one of those guys, huh?
1: A prick.
0: Hicks, on the verge of collapse, heard what had uh, happened up ahead, so they helped push him to keep going. He heard that Laws was disqualified and he thought, well, fuck it, I'm, I'm in first place now. I can keep pushing. All I've got to do is get over this finish line.
2: Laws actually went down that night to see his dad and cried and said, Dad, I'm really sorry, but I cheated today at school in the Did marathon.
0: It? The oh. whole bus
1: clapped and it was mortifying.
0: <laughs> but he didn't uh, cross the finish line by his, old volition, his own volition his two trainers were carrying him and he was just simulating running. (laughs) (laughs) So this man with his legs just kicking, fantically was getting carried over the finish line. Sounds like he's been replaced by a Muppet. (laughs) So yeah, but luckily he he got over the finish line, he was awarded first place and with the aid of four doctors, he was able to survive the ordeal. God. But what happened to our little Cuban friend who uh, took a nap? Well, at some point during this time, he was invigorated. he woke up, and he managed to finish fourth really wow, wow. so yeah. even even with a vomity nap break, he still managed to finish fourth <laughs> i think and yeah it, it, so we, first place was I guess rightly won by the right person, but jesus christ i I guess that wouldn't be allowed in today's games.
2: he also did technically cheat on that last mile, just being carried <laughs> by yeah. <laughs>
0: But bless him, he he earned he it. He did.
2: He had a real tough time of it there.
0: That's I amazing. On the Wikipedia page, it lists about thirty-two participants. A good half of them didn't even finish, mm. and they only have times for the first three people. And it's all about three, four hours. But Jesus, when are we
1: getting a film of this?
0: I really, I would love to like just play it out in real time. I want to see what happens. God. I have um, I have a recommendation actually. There's Ooh. a fantastic
1: mockumentary. There's a couple that that uh, i can't remember which studio it did but it's it's they they're sort of portrayed as real sports documentaries from hbo and they've got okay. i think they've they've got andy samberg in and like a couple of other comedians as well they're comedies but they're presented like real sports documentaries there's one called seven days in hell which is about the longest game of tennis ever where it's, <laughs> it's uh it's andy samberg who's like the adopted uh he was adopted by the Williams family, so he's yeah. like the white brother of of the Williams sisters, right? And he's just like this this party bad boy. And then he he's opposite the uh, the v- extremely English. Um, what's the guy who played uh, Kit Harrington. <laughs> plays, oh yeah, plays the other. And it's this tennis game that goes on for seven days, and oh, it's that's really funny. But this sounds just like the uh, the other one they did, which I think I prefer called tour de pharmacy which is just a fake another fake documentary but about the tour de france but everybody's on drugs the whole way around oh, that sounds amazing um, one of the competitors is just john cena on a bike <laughs> and he's like no i haven't taken any drugs It's just this huge hulking man on a bike and okay. they're like one of them like gets off a bike and just goes and gets married and has an affair with a local French woman, and then just gets back on and continues the re- like. It's it's it sounds as ridiculous as this real world story. Yeah. So I'd love to see this turned into a film.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. Maybe this will be the next in this series of films. Hopefully. Oh, I oh, love right. that the
2: guy at the beginning who got chased by dogs ran a mile off course. Like, <laughs> if I was being chased by dogs during a marathon, I'd probably at least, you know kill two birds with one stone and run away from them on the course but you know
0: <laughs> maybe you just couldn't be stopped yeah i think later, i think i think the south africans did continue on to finish the race but i'm not sure of the place so they it, it sent them off course but they kept going for whatever reason god amazing
1: outstanding cute there's a photo of uh, john cena on a bike christ <laughs> yeah he looks uh...
0: <laughs> well and it's tanky. intercut
1: with like talking heads of, of various people as well and one of them is is a very very poorly disguised actual lance armstrong <laughs> and as 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 it goes on like they just start opening curtains and stuff until you can just see it's lance armstrong and he's still got his <laughs> voice lowered to disguise it. it's so good it's really good
0: oh i, I do I like get, andy sandberg is good boy yeah
1: i recommend people watch that if they enjoyed that story and what a story it was thank you for that thing michael
0: that's all right yeah
1: so we do have one final question, but we're running a bit long. So it's I'm literally just going to need a one or the other answer from you. Just a single word answer, okay? okay? We're not going to be able to explore this at all, unfortunately. Wow, okay. Aww. This is from Lloyd Narja at Lloyd91 on Twitter. Would you rather safely go to the moon or to the bottom of the deepest ocean oh, trench? Oh, God.
0: Bottom yep. of the deepest ocean trench. I'd be terrified, but I want to see what's down there. Uh, okay, Peter...
1: Do we know it's safe? I know you like both. Do we Do we know ahead <laughs> of time that we're going to be safe? Would you rather go? Would you rather safely go to the moon or to the bottom of the deepest the ocean moon. trench? Ooh. I'd rather go to the moon as well. I'd be too scared.
2: Wow, I... Too scared in the sea, even if I knew <gasps> I was safe. I just wouldn't want to see the monsters.
1: Oh,
0: God. Yeah, you're right now. I mean, we're not supposed to be discussing this, no, but now I think about it uh, more. I regret my choice. But, oh, well, I'm going down now. Goodbye.
2: Cause I'd, I'd love to go to the moon, but the reason I wouldn't go is because I'd be too scared. But if it
1: was going to be safely... I would go to the moon, for sure. Yeah. yeah I'd like um, to leave the planet. That would be exciting.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I went for the boring one, didn't I? Yeah, you fucking did. No, the uh, deepest ocean trench would be really exciting, but it just... I, yeah, I yeah, yeah there's a lot go of go un, un, unexplored monsters. Well, not monsters. Uh, nice little fish down there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love yeah. to see. 100%. Now, before we move on to the
1: outro, would you guys like the next part of the Hoover story?
0: Oh, <gasps> yeah. I had a note to ask about that, so I'm very glad you came with it. Oh, my God. Okay. So,
1: remind me where we got up to with the Hoover story. So there was a bit of dirt on the floor. Mm-hmm. I thought, I'll hoover that. Oh, yeah. I turned on the hoover, ran it over with the hoover. It didn't hoover. <sighs>
0: oh, my God.
1: That was the first part of the story. Are yeah. you ready? So at this point, I'm thinking, God, this is oh, what a fucking nightmare. I just wanted the dirt gone. That's all. This is all this thing is meant to do. So I unplugged it. I flipped the hoover over and I just I thought, I'll have a look, to see if there's a little blockage. And you'll never guess what I saw. Are we gonna find out next week? No, have a guess. Uh, Ooh, uh,
0: oh, God.
2: Some some more some more dirt. Uh,
0: a, a tiny picture of dear Benson Phillips.
1: I saw a blockage. <gasps> and that's where we'll leave it. Oh my god. Oh
0: you monster. Oh
1: no, we'll have to we we'll have to pick up next time. Sorry everyone. I know everyone. I'm on the edge of my seat. That's no, really exciting. A blockage. Uh let's let's move on to the outro of the show here. Mikey, Mikey, do you think it might be do you think it might turn out that Kevin has been sucked up into Ben's Hoover and has been blocked? Oh, my God. That would be a development. It would, wouldn't it? Let's find out next week. It looks like you're browsing the, the, the Hoover subreddit there, where they're all just going crazy for this. All the theories, the fan theories. you seen yeah. the YouTube videos about the theories? Conspiracy theorists. Yeah, about what's doodle in the Hoover. Store.yorkscars.com if you'd like to buy some merchandise. Mikey, I think there's a discount
0: code. You bet your ass there's a discount code. Use code VIDIOTS for 10% off everything. I mean, everything. Oh. On the Yogscast store. You can use that to buy some stuff that's on that shop. I couldn't open the website in time, so I'm not. No idea what's going on, but I'm sure there's just so much lovely stuff on there. But obviously, the best bit of the whole website is the, the Vidiot's store. So, if you could be so kind as to use your ten percent off code on some of our stuff, that'd be lovely. Use code Vidiot's for ten percent off.
1: Is the Vidiot's part of the store? Are we? Do we know it's still live? Oh yeah, we're still on there. Oh okay, that's nice. I haven't you checked. You haven't it been for struck
0: all. off, thank God. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> well we'll see. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all dot com forward slash Vidiot's Official. official. And also twitch.tv forward slash videos official where we stream sometimes. I streamed a couple of weeks ago. Thank you so much to everybody who came and watched. And I apologize for being just so drunk. Um, <laughs> the whole the whole, uh, VOD is up on the YouTube channel now. It's like seven seven hours I think we ended up going for in the end. Because we just didn't... can't it, it, just can't hours? Star- yeah. Did you not know this? No. It's yeah. Fucking madness. Started at 7pm and uh, sort of ended at about half one thereabouts god yeah it went for a long old time it was just lots of fun had mm. a lot of fun the people who came along god they slapped richard oh yeah and a whole load of fun with that streamlabs.com forward slash video official if you'd like to donate financially and get a shout out and join pod squad speaking of which are you ready for the pod squadrians yes. yes sir My favorite Here they come Grape Coon, Lord Brotovich, Big Titty Jesus 42, heinous Anus, <laughs> Stevens Goads, The Goatening, Big Nick, David the Knob, Rudy Rutabaga, Ruta The Parsnip Man, Captain Lugi, Xavier Ramramrez, Gracious Platypus, Top Shagger Cal, Matt Fulton, The Big Shagger, Long Dong Silver, L. Baker 97, Cameron Skelly, Narger Than Life, One Vowel from She and Ars Face. <laughs>
2: Lovely. Thank you, thank all you, of those squad. beautiful people.
1: Fantastic names. Uh, thank you so much. That's streamlabs.com forward slash video. It's official if you'd like to donate before the next recording. You will get a shout out. Thank you so much to everybody who has done so. Mm-hmm. Peter? Yes. If people want to see us on a daily basis, where can they go? Mm. Team Triple Jump
2: on YouTube and Twitch and social media. We're at Team Triple Jump on all of those things, and uh, we're still making stuff. Me and Ben, we're still making the the video things. Like uh, Piece of Cake is now called Rules Boss. Uh, we're we're still doing Prove It. We're doing cooking shows called Main Menu. We do Worst Games Ever. We've got another podcast over there that's video game related. We've got all sorts of things going up for you. Yeah. Uh, ooh. ooh.
1: We actually had to work around the, the fridge, the Oh God! this week when we did a cooking show. Yeah. So we we did had ingredients we... that were just un, unrefrigerated for a long time. Yeah, oh, there's
2: two, two episodes of main menu coming up in the next month or so where there's just no fridge in the background. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's such a good prop as well. Yeah. Oh, no,
1: it's crazy. Uh, cast.
0: Mikey, that's where you be. I'd be at that office doing things that I can't talk about because of NDAs. But if oh, you want to see the fun stuff that I can talk about, best place is at Parrot boy on Twitter. It's mostly ferret pictures and videos at this point. So if you like that, head on over.
1: Full stop. Ferret Boy. Bam. Ferret,
0: ferret boy. boy. I really should change my name at this point. No, you just you parrots, holidays and parrots. We well, all know yeah. that. Yeah.
1: That's how it is. Make sure you leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with algorithms. And that is all. Does anybody have a final question to put to the audience?
2: I've got a question to put to the audience. Was it really Michael who smeared shit on the wall? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Please don't read me. No, I promise it wasn't me.
1: Someone's thank you put so shit much. on the wall. Was it thank you, Michael? Thank you. Thank you so. Thank you. I thought we weren't going to talk about poo
0: anymore. <laughs> Got right
1: to the end. Talking about poo again. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We will be back in a couple of weeks' time. Keep an eye out on Twitter for a podcast question post asking for questions. You can and the Dave Benson Phillips and pictures. and Benson Philip pictures. That's when you know yeah. we're recording. That's the telltale. Okay, should we go, boys? Let's. Let's go. Take care, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.